0: This is Brian Hill, and you're listening to The Night Nerd. Welcome to The Night Nerd Podcast. I'm your host, Lance. It's Wednesday, and we're going to talk some comic books. All week, we're celebrating some of my favorite things of 2019, and... It is safe to say that comic books are probably my favorite thing of, well, maybe ever, but 2019 is been a, I don't know, you know, on Tuesday's show we talked about how we're in a, another golden age of television, and I feel the same for comics. There's so many amazing comics out there and amazing writers. Uh, it's just so hard. It's like on the Marvel side, you had an interesting year. You know, we brought the X-Men back and then got rid of them, and then brought them back, which was kind of strange. But in that, we had Matt Rosenberg telling a really cool, fun, crazy, bonkers X-Men story that he'd been planting seeds for, for a couple of years. Um, you can go listen to some of our interviews we've done with him and learn a little more about that. And then we have the Age of X-Men, which is the opposite of... Age of Apocalypse from, you know, 20, 30 years ago at this point, however long it was. And it was interesting. There were some good books or some bad books. I bought all of them because I got all the Age of Apocalypse stuff. So why not? And it was an interesting, I guess, bridge. Because after that, you had Don of X and Powers of 10 from Jonathan Hickman. And those. Mini-series were awesome. Some of the follow-ups, especially at this point, I feel have lost a little bit of steam, and uh, Brian Hill's leaving Fallen Angels here in a month or two, and all sorts of stuff going on. But the X-Men have been pretty much on top of their game all year, and I've enjoyed all of it. Um, also, Donny Cates has been killing it between Venom and Silver Surfer Black and Absolute Carnage and everything, Just expanding that story and making those characters deeper and crazier, if possible. Um, Another really fun story that came out this year that I liked, I feel like didn't get a whole lot of love and hype, was Meet the Scrolls. But given recent events in the Marvel Universe, I think people are going to go back and track these down and try and find them because... Yeah, I'm uh, not going to get into too many spoilers, but there's definitely some things coming where this family in particular will play a part, and so it's going to be really neat. And the story was nice and sweet. If you like Vision, you'll, you'll like Meet the Scrolls. And then, of course, Chip Zdarsky has just been killing it uh, everywhere. Everything he touches, you know, he did... Mostly Daredevil, which was wonderful. It was, man, it's still going, you know. Um, Spider-Man Life Story, which took Spider-Man, aged him in real time, and got to see some different takes on some really classic stories and classic villains. I I thought it was beautiful. Uh, Normally, I'm not a huge fan of Mark Bagley's art. I mean, dude's a workhorse. I respect what he's done and his catalog. But something here, I I feel like this was some of his best stuff since the Ultimate Spider-Man back in the day. And so seeing that was really neat. Uh, Back to Daredevil, though. Daredevil has just been nonstop because Daredevil's not even in the book. Matt Murdock is, but Daredevil's really not in the book. And we're like... 12 issues in, 14 issues in, something crazy, and it's just been awesome, absolutely amazing. Over at the Distinguished Competition, though, no slouches either. I mean, so many books they have all year long have been great. You had the Deceased miniseries from Tom Taylor, who, if you remember, uh, was our Writer of the Year last year. He's always just bringing amazing amazing things and deceased I was I was torn because I love Tom Taylor but another zombie story it works it's great it's definitely a very heartfelt story and that's when things like that work is when you get to see the behind the scenes you know actually what's going down uh, just really really beautiful we had Grant Morrison come back working on Green Lantern which is on a not a hiatus but like a three issue miniseries interlude I guess and it's everything Grant Morrison you could possibly hope and want and still be crazy and and awesome and I don't know I have really really enjoyed it all the Batman books, Red Hood, even Red Hood and Outlaw. It start off as Red Hood and the Outlaws, but then became Red Hood Outlaw. Well, you had Heroes in Crisis come out this year and wrap up. I think it started last year, but wrapped up this year. And that was a interesting book. You know, it tackled a lot of stuff. But right now you have Flash Forward, which is kind of undoing it. So it's strange. Martian Manhunter. From Steve Orlando and Riley Rossimo has been beautiful. I mean, so many wonderful, wonderful books out there. I think, and I, this is a hard, hard call for me, but probably my writer of the year is going to be Josh Williamson, who writes The Flash, because there's never been once, actually in his entire run of The Flash, but. There's never been once in recent memory that I've paused and rolled my eyes or something because I'm like, uh, really? And, you know, even the best writers, there are phenomenal writers out there. I mean, even in Grant Morrison's new X-Men, there was a time or two where it was like, eh, okay. But it still worked. But Flash has been nothing but running on all cylinders, you know, to use a running joke. Also, Cena Grace... Um, he's been, he's one our writer the year before he, the stuff he's doing is awesome. You know, he had Jughead's time police, which I don't know much about Archie, but I picked it up because Cena was on it. Wonderful. He's running uh, the, what was it? One, the one shot of King Shazam or Emperor Shazam or whatever. I'm not a huge fan of the whole infected stuff. But his story was a lot of fun and a bright point in the darkness, I guess. And I guess that's what it was intended to be. Ghosted in L.A. uh, is one of the best series you're not reading. If you're not reading Ghosted in L.A., go pick it up. It is just so, so wonderful. This year, I mean, so many great things. And I, I could sit here and talk about how great all these creators are. You know, Peter Tomasi on Detective, taking some old characters and doing some new spins with them. Brian Michael Bendis on Superman. Tom King on Batman. It's just been amazing. Matt Rosenberg finishing up his epic Punisher run. Um, And when I say epic, like it wasn't super long, but a lot of stuff went down that people are going to talk about and reference for years to come. So, there's just so, so much, but. I don't know. It's almost overwhelming. I mean, my pull list is 12 books a week. Fight Club 3 from Chuck Palnick. It just wrapped up. uh, Actually, I mean, January 1st is when the new issue came out. So I've read it. But I'm still not entirely sure what happened. But it was a lot of fun. It was a fun journey and it was crazy. I'm definitely going to sit down and reread it in its entirety. Because I think that's how it's going to work. But I don't know. So many good books. And with that said, and I said it earlier in the show, I'm going to have to give our comic book writer of the year to Josh Williamson. Just phenomenal work. Uh, I'll pick up anything with his name on it because it is so good and so amazing. Let me know what were some of your favorite books this year. You can let us know in the comments below here on SoundCloud or on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We're out there and everywhere and would love to hear from you. Just hit us up, look for the Night Nerd, or you can email me, nightnerd at thenightnerd.com. But otherwise, that's going to do it for us today. Again, my name is Lance. Thank you all so much for listening, and we'll see you next time.